Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market ended the day, the biggest movers and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started the day. Well, Singapore shares dipped today after global markets mostly finished lower overnight and early trade. The Straits Times Index fell 0.1% to 3,222 points after some 54 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now let's take a look at the closing numbers, though, the benchmark Straits Times Index closed down 0.58% at 3,207 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 671 million Sing dollars. Now, gainers trailed losers 177 versus 184. Top five movers by value we have OCBC, Semco Industries, DBS, UOB, and Yangtzejiang Shipbuilding Sing dollars. And in terms of heavily traded securities, we have Cap Alliance, C Trim, Shipbuilding, Sing Dollars. Now, in terms of companies to watch today, we have Thailand listed CP Foods, and that's after UOB Kehian upgraded its call on the company from hold to buy. Now elsewhere from the Fed's latest beige book out last night to Apple grappling with a turmoil days before its iPhone 15 launch. We've got more international headlines and focus and joining us on the line is Sunny So, lead technical analyst for capital markets and investor education at Sias. Sunny, welcome to the show. Hi Tian thanks for having me on the show. Great to have you on board and Sunny, let's start with the usuals. How did the STI close for the week? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? I think the STI started the week on Monday around the 3,240 points level and going into the close of today's trading, we see the STI is closing around the 3,207 points. So that is about a 30 points drop for the whole week mm. or around a 0.79% decrease in terms of percentage. The biggest movers for this week I see on the benchmark index includes the Yang Zhang Shipbuilding, which was up 2.37% for the week, and DFI Retail Group, which was up about 2.83% for the whole of this week. Um, on Yang Zhang Shipbuilding, at the start of the week on Monday, they actually received an analyst upgrade from UOB Tianhen to a buy recommendation on the back of strong first half 23 results and margin. So looking at the analyst consensus right now from Bloomberg, there's a total of six buy calls. There's no full calls and no sell calls. So it's like a 100% kind of a buy call from all the analysts covering uh, Yang Zhang Ship. Mm. And the average 12-month target price among the analysts is $1.90. And as of course of today, the closing price is $1.73. That represents a potential 17% upside towards the 12-month target price or 9% gain going forward. Right. And let's talk a little bit more about CP Food Sunny. Uh, it's also one company that uh, UOBK here has upgraded its call on from a hold to buy because it expects CP Foods to turn around in the fourth quarter of FY 2023. And this partly has to do with improved prospects of swine prices. Uh, your thoughts on the upgrade? Well, I think swine prices are definitely rising in China. However, as the livestock business or even the agriculture business, as a commodity business, the prices can swing very widely, okay? And having been on the commodity desk before, swine prices can be very volatile as well with the other commodity prices due to different reasons like the weather or disease outbreak. So the situation can change very fast. Having said that, I'm looking at the analyst consensus of CP food as well. And there seems to be a rise in the number of upgrades among the analysts covering the stock recently. As early as two weeks back, I see Philip Securities upgraded CP food to accumulate. And for the past one month, there's a total of five analyst upgrades in the mm. recommendation to buy 
or even yeah. act among the attendees, uh, 22 analysts covering the stock. So this could point to a sign that we are in the, in the early stages of a turnaround going into the fourth quarter of this year. And in total now, there are 11 buy calls, 9 hold calls and 2 sell calls with the 12-month target price at 2282 Mm. compared to the latest closing price that I see on my screen now at 21.10. Definitely improved prospects there. And looking at what's happening around the world, Sunny, let's take a look at TikTok. It's quite fun here, it seems, because TikTok's new sort of, they call it the Amazon copycat. Uh, It has gone live for some users in the US. And it is, I'm quoting a Bloomberg report here, quote-unquote, full of cheap Chinese goods. So how competitive could TikTok be in the e-commerce space and could TikTok shop uh, reignite U.S. regulatory concerns? Well, I think TikTok shop is a very interesting platform. Having uh, experienced it and using it myself in Singapore, I think it can be very competitive because Mm. the strategy that the TikTok shop uh, platform is using is to combine the social media influencers to push the product on the TikTok platform. And this is already on top of the ease that the e-commerce platform already provides, I mean, the other e-commerce platform. Mm. So this strategy of combining both the social media influencer and the e-commerce platform into one, I think could make TikTok Shop very competitive and it can also drive traffic from the other social media platforms to the TikTok Shop platform because influencers, if they are able to sell the uh, uh, the product that are being pushed to TikTok Shop, they could also get monetized or get paid through this uh, the, using the reach that they have. Mm, and as yep. for the regulatory concern, uh, what I see now is mainly on technology that can threaten the security of US. So that naturally, of course, would spark uh, concern. But if TikTok shop, I think, uh, is not really something of the cause of a regulatory concern. And if they are able to not let the counterfeit goods slip into the platform, into the US market, and that could trigger IP or copyright concern, I think they will be the next e-commerce platform that the current e-commerce players We'll have to watch out for very closely. Hmm, seems like it's the TVC of the modern modern day TVC in that sense, right? Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Sunny So, lead technical analyst of Capital Markets and Investor Education at Sias. Well, and Sunny from TikTok and Amazon, let's switch gears to look at Apple. It is grappling with a bunch of challenges from this growing ban on iPhone use among government workers in China, as well as a new iPhone contender from Huawei Technologies. How would that weigh on the iPhone 15 launch? and the share price of Apple leading to that? Well, Apple's share price fell almost 3% yesterday overnight on Thursday, wiping out nearly $200 billion in market value in just two days. So as China plans to expand this the ban on the use of iPhone among their government workers, and I'd like to point out, it's not just government workers as they are saying now. They are going to extend this ban to government-backed agencies as well as state-owned companies. Hmm. And as far as I know, there are a lot of companies in China that are state-owned or have government relations, meaning the government could have a 1% share in that company and that could make that, that could allow the government to force the company to not let their workers use iPhones if you want to be an employee of that company. Hmm. So this is a very big impact. And the shares of the uh, California-based company Apple dropped by 6.4%, the worst two-day slump in almost a month. So Apple is the biggest component in most of the major U.S. equity indices and adding to the broader sell-off that was sparked by the slowdown in the China economy. Then we also see that in the Chinese data that was published recently. So I think that could spell a bit of trouble for Apple going forward. And mm. being the largest, second largest economy in the world right now, China, 
they have been plumping in a projected crisis, especially in the real estate market. And they, they are threatening demand from everywhere, from commodities to consumer electronics like the iPhone. And Apple count China as its biggest foreign market as well as a global production base. So I think the top line, the revenue may, back up, may get a bit affected if this band is to be extended and it could also hit their margin as well. Adding to the Apple trouble, we also see that the U.S. Uh, Treasury yield has yeah. one set off uh, on worries that the Fed will have to step up its fight against inflation because the U.S. economy continues to remain very resilient. And being a technical analyst myself, looking at the Apple daily chart that I see now, uh-huh. it has dipped below a critical or a key technical level, which is the 100 days moving average. And that could signal that uh, in technical terms, Apple shares may face short to midterm weakness. Hmm. Finally, before we let you go, Sunny, since you mentioned about the U.S. economy as well, let's take a look at the Fed's latest beige book. It showed that the U.S. economy grew modestly in recent weeks. Uh, very quickly, what are some highlights? And also several Fed officials spoke last night, but it seems like they didn't speak much, right? And no major deviation from that data-dependent narrative, it seems. Yes, I believe you heard it right as well. The Fed's latest beige book shows that the U.S. economy grew modestly in recent weeks. And if I point to the most recent data that we have on the economy, and that's the ISM service PMI which was published this week, and that number came in much, much higher than what analysts are expecting yeah. and much, much higher than previous month reading. So this signals to us that the U.S. business confidence is actually very strong at this moment. And that could push the Fed to maybe have the need to increase the interest rate another one or twice towards the end of this year. And that could come as early as the September meeting this month on the 20th of September. So I think we are not at the peak interest rate yet. We still expect one or two more small rate hikes going forward. And the peak interest rate will probably start to bite businesses more towards the end of the year or even the early part of next year. Hmm, all right. Thanks a lot, Sunny. That was Sunny So, Lead Technical Analyst, Capital Markets and Investor Education at Sias. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.